Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Blurred Bar. Here we serve up cocktails and culture, and the drinks are always cold, but these topics can be spicy hot. Hot, 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 hot. Muy fuego. You remember that? Do you remember that, um, that Baltimore club music? Somebody done made me hot. Yeah, yeah, we culture. <laughs> <laughs> We've been to Baltimore at least twice. <laughs> All right, now to get into the intros, I'll start off. Ninja, ninja on the wall. Hey. Point me to the sake crawl. Hey. Finna have some fun tonight. Each knee, san kampai. Hey. 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 It's your boy, <laughs> Jayhawk. There he is. There you go. There he is. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, y'all know who it is. Hey, who is it? Big Dan. Big Dan. Rodan. Okay. The comic book connoisseur, the sommelier of superheroes and sci-fi here again to welcome you to another episode of The Blurred Bar, My Bar Flies. Hello, hello, hello. Listen, my hair and my bar stay on Blanca. Shocking. Super Buster move, yeah, we wavy. We popping. Super Buster groove, how we leaning. We rocking at The Blurred Bar, exit 331B, Concha Hawkins. Ace trainer Argent Sterling Spencer Stalwart shield of the South Philly How you feeling At the blurred bar Where the drinks are cool But the takes are hot Speaking of drinks Gentlemen Booze News Reviews Can I I interest you Can I interest you so wait, you're not just gonna drop all that hot fire and just First be like, of all, right. <laughs> like, are you guys ready to go next? Like, wait, that's the second time in a row you came with like some like some real bars. Like, I'm, I, I'm I not just, a rapper. I just want to be like, right? I'm I not wanna, a rapper. Though. I want to like, be like y'all. Y'all. Are, I mean, I guess so cool. you just you literally referenced the exit to Concha Hawkins. Like, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. no, the blur bar is not located in Concha Three guys from Philly, he going, he going to give you the exit where you can get off. <laughs> Just conjoking. You can leave there. You can't come back. That was, I mean. I'm not mad, though. Thank I'm you. not mad at he all. He said his hair on Blanca. Like, yeah. I was like, what right. kind of nappy nonsense is this? Wow. Anywho. Thanks, guys. Oh, we having fun tonight. <laughs> so, booze, news, reviews. <laughs> Can I offer you in some booze or some news or oh, some man. reviews, perhaps, perchance? I will uh, I'll start off with the booze. Okay, oh, what, are we, what are we working with? I'm excited. Today, we are working with Suige uh, Tokubetsu Junmai. Um, and Suige uh, actually means drunken well, like literally drunken Dr- well, drunken well, like a drunk well, like like drunken fist whale. Oh, like you know the drunken fist, the, but drunken well, but the whale, whale, whale. yes. Okay, he yeah. said for our listeners, he meant whale, not well, not like, well, like well, oh no, well, Timmy well. fell down the well. <laughs> <laughs> what was Timmy even doing near that well? I don't know. know. Obviously, privilege. It's just not something that we've experienced in the city. It's like, oh, you you standing next to a well? Where? 
He probably was out after dark too. Oh, after when the streetlights came on. So. <laughs> but um, this is exciting. Wow, who wants to start with? Oh no, point? I'm gonna break it down. I'm oh, gonna, he's I'm about gonna, to he's about, about to, to do it. In. Um, so, uh, it's Tokubetsu Junmai. Now, first we have to talk about what Junmai is. Junmai, um, or Junmai sake. Junmai refers to pure sake, pure in the sense that no adjuncts, starches, or sugars other than rice added to the fermenting mixture were used, and that no brewer's alcohol was added either. Uh, and it must be made with a milling of at least 70%. Uh, this is the number you usually see on the label. But what it means is that rice has been polished so that no more than 70% of the original size of the grains remain. In other words, at least 30% of the outer portion of each rice grain has been ground away. Junmai often has a fuller, richer body and a higher-than-average acidity. The nose is often not as prominent as other types of sake. While Junmai sounds like a good thing, and it usually is, just because a sake is not Junmai does not mean it is inferior. Additives such as distilled brewer's alcohol are used by skilled brewers to change and enhance flavor profiles and aromas and can make for some very smooth and easy-to-drink sake. Now on to tokubetsu junmai. Tokubetsu junmai means special pure. Tokubetsu means special. special. Oh, I actually have that sound, but because of the pads, I can't. Anywho. (laughs) Josh Josh is still still mastering the soundboard. (laughs) soundboard. (laughs) One day I will be the... But, uh, you, yeah, you'll do it. You'll One get day. there. One day. <laughs> but, uh, so, Tokubetsu Junmai. Believe in yourself. <laughs> Tokubetsu Junmai is a special designation for high-quality sake. To qua- <coughs> Excuse me. To qualify as Tokubetsu Junmai, a sake must be made with rice polished to less than 60% of its original weight and must not be fortified in distilled alcohol, with distilled alcohol. Many believe that there is little difference between Tokubetsu and Daiginjo sake, only that the former is more expensive due to the <laughs> extra special care during the brewing process. So that makes uh, a lot of sense, actually, though. But um, so this uh, Tokubetsu Junmai by Suige is light and dry. It has 15.5% alcohol. The tasting notes are fennel and rose. And the pairing suggestion is actually with meat or fish. Um, you can serve this cold, room temperature, or warm. I'm serving at room temperature, but it's a room that's been in the AC for the past hour, so might be a little chill, but I doubt it's it. Not that chill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he has feelings. Um, this is actually so far one of my favorite uh, sakes because it is just so ridiculously smooth, and it does pair well with. Um, I've had it with pizza. I've had it with sushi. Like it's just a. a we great too have had it with pizza today. Yeah. Paired well. Yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> I think. So, like, the thing about sake, when I first started drinking, fun fact about me, I didn't start drinking till I was 23. No joke. Um, also, also, fun fact, Josh was with me. You were with me on my 21st birthday. Do you remember that? You we were coming back from South Jersey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that? Oh, yeah. okay. It was fun. Then... It, was, uh, it was a good time. Um, <laughs> the thing about sake, like, when I was, like, drinking, I was like, oh, this is good. It doesn't taste like anything. Drink, 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 floor. <laughs> I think this is like that 15% because it's just so you just keep sipping it. Yeah. You know, you don't feel it's no burn. Um, this does definitely have a very, very nice body. I think it's just a great drink. 
like you know how sometimes wine is just like this is good like you get barefoot wines like this is also a beverage sure or like tecate <laughs> it's like this is also not that this is compared to tecate at all tecate is like i want something that's above water but not quite beer <laughs> um, so this is magnificent though i can already like feel it in my cheeks like my there's a weight mm-hmm. lifting off my shoulders oh, oh. flag just right. <laughs> Um, I, so weak, <laughs> weak boy, Drunk weak young boy well. strikes. That's not a way. <laughs> well, well, has a sword. It's fine. It's that so is great. true. So, um, I like it. I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it a lot. It's mm-hmm. it's soft. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like you know you have an alcohol, but you're not. Oh, I'm having alcohol. Yeah, you, know? you ain't got you ain't got to yeah. prepare yourself. Yeah, still prepare got yourself. Still got your nose. Brace yourself. Um, just. If you if you take in the notes though, like it smells like very soft, like what's the word I'm thinking of? Like it's not a it's not a Febreze, but it's it's like it's Game? a gentle like bounce. It's a, it, maybe Downey, <laughs> Down, maybe Robert maybe Downey Jr. Iron Man, okay. Pots, Pepper Pots, Rescue, Skyja, Whales. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I can taste the whale. Okay, so I was just trying to help you get to the end of whatever that was. <laughs> It's but, called a word is association, Dean. Rescue whales. Look at it. Oh, oh, good. Oh, I didn't even get that one. That's uh, not. He's good. All right. He's so. good. That's what Thor was doing in the Avengers. Can you let me finish about the boot? <laughs> I'm about to put you out. <laughs> oh, I was trying to say like it just feels gentle. Like it's something that I would like tap on my collar, and hmm. just walk away with because you don't. It doesn't feel like it doesn't smell like alcohol. It just, it like breathes to a point where it's just like a soft feeling. Okay. But that's what I was trying to say before. <laughs> you weren't trying to rescue whales? <laughs> no. I got, I got better. <laughs> oh man, so that's the booze. <laughs> that apparently has been hitting us before we got here. Oh gosh. What's, uh, what's some news? What's some news? Who's guys? starting? Who's starting? I, I, I'll tell you right I, now, I don't have any news. I just have reviews. Okay. I okay. mean, obviously, in uh, nerd, blurred world news, uh, we got to acknowledge the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Right? The king. The king. Yeah. that I don't know about you guys. That hit me rough. Yo, it really, I was surprised because I, did I oh no, you let, you let us know. Mm-hmm. And I didn't believe you. And then I Googled it. Yeah. Um, and it was Friday. And, oh, yeah. As of this recording, it was Friday. It was yeah. Friday. Well, he, he passed on a Friday. And yeah. Um, and it was just, it just was mind blowing mm-hmm. and it was just like, yo, but like he wasn't caught up in no nonsense. Why? Like, right. why 2020? Why? <laughs> no like, scandals, no nothing. Yeah. And I was like, and you would, you'd literally like, I didn't see all the posts that people were talking about like a year ago about him, like losing weight or something like that. I didn't see that. It was just like, I he saw them. healthy. He always, yeah, healthy I had saw them, but I was like, maybe this is for a role. Mm-hmm. I you know I didn't come at it like some people were making the jokes, but um, I saw it. and I was like, you know, Fifty Cent had did that mm-hmm. for one of his roles where he lost a, a dramatic amount of weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Bale is famously known for putting on weight, dropping weight. You mm-hmm. know, that's just something that some method actors do. Mm-hmm. So that that didn't really bother me. But then like you start seeing all these pieces start lining up. Like mm-hmm. um, he had a couple interviews where he talked about kids with cancer, mm-hmm. and uh, he got really emotional mm-hmm. and. You know, to know that he was struggling with this, um, and not struggling because he 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 handled this 
really royally. Well. Like yeah. there, if there's anything to take away from the way he lived his life, like to handle it with grace. Like mm-hmm. you're suffering and there's pain involved and you're sick and you're you're trying to heal others. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's that's something that I admire. Mm-hmm. And you know, it bugged me. What bugged me the most was that for most people who know me, I criticize like his, the casting choice for him being Black Panther. Mm. I liked him in all of his other movies. Mm-hmm. The first role I ever saw him in was like a very minor role on an episode of Justified. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was hilarious, but you know, everything else, like he's been like Black History Month oh, yeah. on screen. Oh yeah. yeah. Like he can and, bring almost every character he's ever done to life. And with that with that being the case, I almost wonder was it intentional? Like, did he, like, go for these things because he's like, no, nah, I want to, like... Tell these stories. Yeah. And if that's the case, then fine. But um, even if he didn't, he... To me, that's what it was. Mm. Like, I was like, he's, like, five movies away from being Martin Luther King and Malcolm X in the same movie. And I would have <laughs> been fine with that because it was Chadwick Boseman. Right. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, like I said, it, it... For whatever reason, I felt more sh- tormented about the fact that I didn't appreciate his role as much in Black Panther. But I will tell you at the end of Endgame when he walks out screaming Yee Bombay like mm. I will cry at that scene <laughs> every it's, time cuz I was movie. I remember sitting in the theater and I was just like man this is the best moment of my life. <laughs> like 5 months later my daughter is scheduled to be born and it's me at Endgame I'm just like this this is the greatest moment ever and I and Tina my wife is just looking at me like why am I here with all these nerds? <laughs> like we, like everybody's like standing up and cheering for these moments at the end of Endgame. But I remember that moment specifically, and like going home and googling what Yi Bombay means and like what it stands for. And um, I feel like that was kind of like his love note to like the Blurds, mm. Yi Bombay, which is stand, which means hold fast. Mm. And like all of this nonsense going on in twenty twenty, like Yi Bombay, hold fast. So that's that's what I'm gonna say to you, Barfies. From now on, you Bombay, you Bombay. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, it was um. I think the biggest thing that I took away from that was to get busy. Yeah, like to be to put out as much work as he did with what he was like handling in his personal life. It's like, what's your excuse? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like ah, I need to go audition like tomorrow. Like, right, but and and for everything to have purpose. Like, right. I think even more so that's the, the, the thing to take away from this is, like, he didn't do anything unintentionally. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't just be like, oh, it's a movie, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, he walked into these roles, like, method acting, making sure, like, he went back to the people who knew these people. Like, if it was a, a true story he was telling, he made sure he went to the family. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he watched, he researched. And, like, for people who are, like, aspiring to be actors and, like, you know, I would love to one day be on stage and, like, get skinny enough to be the role of Chadwick Boseman. Like <laughs> if not, you know, I could be like his chubby cousin in the background, but I'm going to be on that. I'm going to be on that stage when they do a Chadwick Boseman movie because mm-hmm. like, or being on that screen because that's the the drive. Like this blurred bar thing is not just for fun. Like mm-hmm. I hope y'all know this. Like Barfly is listening. <laughs> like, can I talk? Can I talk to him for a second? Talk, talk to, to him. Listen. Talk to him. I hope oh, y'all know. Church organ song. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, like, that that's the goal. Like this, there's more than this is more than a podcast for us. Mm-hmm. Like we have other goals and other plans, and other things that we have lined up to highlight the specialness that is blurred culture. Mm-hmm. 
the highlight the specialness that is blackness, the highlight the specialness that is nerd culture. Blackture. I don't think we're allowed to say that. <laughs> I think that has a TM at the end of it. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> we're not that big yet. You know how I feel about it. I know. <laughs> if they notice us, they notice us, so we made it. No. But li- for real, for real, like, for anyone listening, like, I want you guys to know that um, the idea is to support all of us. Like, this is, while it's for blackness, you know, because that's who we are, we are black. But this is for a community, and this is for uh, the growth of the, the nerd culture, the nerd way. Like, these were things that weren't cool when we were growing up. Like, we, yeah. were, we were picked on for it. Yeah. Um, and now. Or you just did it in secret. <laughs> or you did it in secret. Just secret <laughs> right. And you're like, I'm going to play football next week. Right. Like, but, um, what you doing, Josh? Nothing. <laughs> studying for math. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> Hope you're not watching that Naruto. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Geometry. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's one thing that motivated me coming to this episode was like, it's sad, especially with 2020 being the way it was, like Black Mama, Black Panther, mm-hmm. Black people. Just Black like, people. <laughs> Yeah, like, we don't talk about it, we try to keep it light, and uh, we still will, because after all this, we'll talk about everything else, video games and all that, but it's it's important to recognize that this is uh, going to be more than that, and that we we want it to be more than that, we want it to involve more than just the podcast part, and, you know, we got stuff lined up, it takes work, and we'd rather not give you some unfinished project, and then hope you accept it, because you've... You know, you, you like got the time <laughs> for yeah. the culture. For the culture. <laughs> Ooh, is that an episode for the culture? Because I've watched some things for the culture. Don't stop, <laughs> stop. Sneak preview into episode seven <laughs> for the culture. Nah, it's episode twenty-four. <laughs> um, piggybacking off of what you said, Dan, I think it, working with you guys and working with other people, y'all know who y'all are because I know y'all listening. Um, it's eighty-five so, percent of our. Uh, population (laughs) (laughs) it's so amazing to see that like so many people are doing so many things Mm -hmm. and just finding out like oh my bro has this you have a youtube channel i didn't know you had a youtube channel oh you review review food in philadelphia like all of these things coming together even uh, my financial advisor i'm like hey you know what can i do to like help and she's like i want more people to know that i am here um an outstanding black woman who on a, a current board of not board of directors but like board of basically trying to help with uh literacy financial literacy and send her my way oh oh yeah oh yeah i'm struggling (laughs) but um (laughs) you see all these projects coming together and all these people like trying to do different things and it's just really exciting to know like i now can say like even my little brother who's like oh i was doing something like yo i'll throw it on the blur bar stuff let me know you know all the people just building i want to like be able to help everybody and all come together, you know, and then like there comes a point where we're at like, you know, just a little shy under 400,000 followers on Twitter when we tweet <laughs> Ebombe and you, all we get you, all day yeah, is Ebombe, 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 back from all these people that like we're about and we support, you know. So Chadwick's passing has been sitting really heavy on me because like it really does feel like the death of royalty. Yeah. Like, yeah. The death of he didn't just portray a great warrior. He was, you know, oh, like no in, doubt. in the the various things that, like you said, he was facing, and that, that I, you know, I can't even begin to understand. But I think it, it one big loss of like seeing him be literally legendary, you know, and then the excitement that we hold of what was to come mm-hmm. that we've also lost, and um, 
it's just a lot to process, man. Like we just black excellence, black greatness, a, a great man. Yeah. A great oh, yeah. man. A Definitely. great man. Um, segueing from that, uh, I've seen like when, when that happened, I've seen two different mindsets of people speaking out about like the next black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. One thing I've seen is they use the infinity stones to bring Killmonger back, but Throw he's good now. Hold Throw on, hold on. I'm sorry. Go hold ahead. on. He used infinity stone to uh, do bring Killmonger back, and you know he's good now. And then the other one is to have Shuri pick up the mantle because that's how it happened in the comics. And I thought just on the sheer ridiculousness, nothing, nothing against Michael B. Jordan. But the sheer ridiculousness of bringing him back, but he's good now, that's just weird. In my opinion, I think going the Shuri route, it, it did make sense. And I didn't know that, that that's what happened in the comic books. But it would, it would just make sense that, oh, yeah, she's the tech wizard. She knows how to, like, that would be a much doper story because nobody's going to be looking at Killmonger like, Oh yeah, but he's good now. It's fine. Like <laughs> what? You know how much like cognitive dissonance is gonna happen throughout the whole kingdom? So but yes, I, I was of the mindset of like sure he would be a good pick. Uh before you go, do you have anything to say? Because I feel like he, he has time and he big, has Big Dan has opinions. Please, <laughs> yeah. please go right on ahead. Um all right, so you you know how I feel about time travel stories. This would still count <laughs> as a time travel story. I don't care mm-hmm. what multiverse thing you try to explain this with. Mm-hmm. Stop. Um, it, the natural progression would would have always still have been, even if they did a if Chadwick Boseman was still alive, uh, would have likely been that because he was a part of the Avengers, mm-hmm. his focus would have been more of a scope of world right. versus Wakanda. What they done in the comic books was highlight that where they were just like, all right, if you want to do the Avengers stuff, somebody still got to take care of home. And so right. Shuri ends up becoming uh queen King. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there, there's so much opportunity within that storyline for her to, to grow. Yeah. Um, I think it also helps the You know, the transition of like black boys had their hero, like black girls can get right. their hero. Yeah. Um, Cause there was a lot of talk when he was still living that they were going to introduce storm. And I'm like, we'll see. I, I'm not touchy yeah. subject anyway, uh, <laughs> but Shuri has the brain. She, she knows Wakanda already. She knows the traditions and she would, you know, I, the mindset of that kind of character would have made sense. Yeah. Given that all they've already been through with, you know, end game. Right. Would have made sense. Like, well, yo, why is black Panther like not focused on Wakanda right. after all that just went down? Right. So I think that would have made more sense. And if, you know, they still proceed with it then great with the storyline of Shuri, I don't, First of all, that was a fan thing with Killmonger, mm-hmm. and Disney's smart enough to not listen to fans. <laughs> <laughs> but what if? No, but, no, no. The only, yeah, but the what only if? Time, the only time I've seen nerds affect change is Sonic, mm, and that was, was when wild they, when they did the, the reanimation. But I want. I think as like a treasure, I want that original cut. I want to own it, like to have that file. You are a sick individual. <laughs> right? I want so, it. <laughs> Name something more rare. What's rare? <laughs> That's like a whole Black Mirror episode, having like the the museum of like horrors of like what would have been. Uh, no, it's literally a Black like Mirror they, episode. Like, if they had like a sequel to the Mario, uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, if they had uh, uh, um, 
what is it, Nick Cage Superman? Oh. <laughs> Tim Burton Superman? <laughs> I want it. Give it to me. I am a son of Krypton. <laughs> I didn't see that, and I don't know what you guys are talking about. And I'm well, happy. I was just Im- imitating Nick Cage as... Right, yeah, well, yeah. There's a picture of him in a Superman outfit. I don't know if that's... That, has to, be, that has to be shop. Yeah. Yo, we're going to add Tim Burton. We'll ask him. We'll ask him. Uh, uh, so... That's great. Uh, any other news? I got some news. Video games have news. We got some big news. All right. By the time this, at the time of this recording, right? Tony Hawk, Pro Skater One and Two coming mm. on out. Marvel's Avengers going to be coming on out. Super Mario Thirty Fourth, Thirty Fifth Anniversary has the confirmation of Switch versions of Super Mario Sixty Four, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. And I'm super hype because I missed all of those as a kid. (laughs) Boo this man. (laughs) You need to leave. (laughs) I was super hyped because I missed all of those as kids. And it's like, I feel like, yo, Super Mario 64. Is is that that's the one on um, NES? No, that's the one on 64. 64. Uh, You need to leave. (laughs) I'll see myself out. (laughs) No, but it's it's like, it's tied. in the title. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. But what's the one on NES? Wasn't it like All-Stars? Super Mario Bros.? No, Super Mario Bros. like All-Stars. You can no. play like all the games, like one, two, or... There was Mario a collection Bros. version on yeah. the... Yeah. On NES. But Super Mario 64. It's it's tied to like video game history. Um, and people still... It's one of the greatest games. People are made. still speed running it. It's yeah. wild. I'm going to Google it right now. Um, it's like one of the... Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited for that. I want to touch about something that's like bridges kind of anime and video games. Because Pokemon made a decision. In the anime, and it was bold, right? Mm. Now, one thing, I can say a lot of things about the Pokemon Company. A lot. I've been a fan, literally, my entire life. There has never been a point in time where I have existed where Pokemon has not been, well, that I've existed with, like, consciousness and memory, that Pokemon has not been a part of my life. You're older than that. Yeah, I I am. You're right. That's why I elaborated. Um, So, in the anime, for some reason, people were speculating that they were going to evolve Pikachu. Ash is Pikachu. That they were going to evolve it. So... kind of can't now. This is... Uh, like, I don't <laughs> understand. It was the Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather fight. The same way. Like, all of us were like, we already know what's going to happen. But what if, though? Like, And I'm like, they're not going to evolve Pikachu. But what if, though? So then... Now, this the next segment I'm going to say is going to be a spoiler about this episode. So skip ahead, like, two minutes and 47 seconds. Right. So you see I guess we clocked now. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in Pokemon Journeys is Ash and this dude named Go. And Go his whole thing is like, I want to catch every Pokemon, including Mew. So he's like after Mew and Ash is like, I'm the main character. So Go <laughs> also has a Pikachu. So you're in the valley of the Pikachu, which is in a thing in the seventh generation. And Go's Pikachu is chasing Ash's Pikachu with a thunderstone. And they're just running around. And like you're having a hard time. They're like literally running so fast that you can't see the difference between the Pikachus. Yes. (laughs) And then they run behind a rock. And then the light of evolution. And then there's a zoom up on on Ash's face. And a Raichu pops out from behind the rock. And it's like, ah. And then you see Ash and Go's Pikachu like running up the side of a mountain. Like so, they just dropped the rock. They they literally they just somebody just happy birthday. (laughs) 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 And then I'm sitting there like, who thought this was going to happen? But it created a huge buzz. Pokemon is smart, and I'll give them that. (laughs) And that's my news. That's your news. That's uh one last piece of news. 
by the time this airs, the boys will be out. Oh, season two. Yo, I got a lot to say about the boys, which ties into our episode of (laughs) adaptations. Oh, wait, do we say that? We hadn't talked about it, but spoiler alert. (laughs) Just skip ahead to like (laughs) one hour (laughs) and 13 seconds. (laughs) All right. Well, this episode brought to you by (laughs) adaptation. Right. So we started, we call these our arcs now. I guess we did start yeah. back arc. Oh, oh wait, yeah. no, I didn't do my reviews. We got, oh, you had reviews. I'm yeah, so, I just said see, I didn't. I said this reviews. man I'm, went into a I'm review headed, of Pokemon. No, it was right. news. It yes. was news. He did say that. He, he did, but that tied. was like a tangent of review. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so I have uh, three things that I want to review. Um, first thing is called Dimension W. It's an anime that came out, I believe, in 2016, but I just watched it pretty much today and yesterday. Um... And 12 episodes, it's very, I was very surprised at how good it was. Um, I think I would like to, I would like to, for you to watch it, but I would also like for you to give a, um, I would like to give your predictions. Because here's the thing. There are a lot of times where Dan comes back after we've watched a movie and, or watched anything, he's like, Oh, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> you know, he just rattles it off. And I would love to, I, I feel like we need a segment called Dan's Predictions. I love Dan's Predictions. And then we like, uh, we have you, we'll, I don't know, we'll do, give you like a bio of a, of a show or a movie, let you watch like the first episode or first 15 minutes, mm-hmm. and then give your prediction, and then have you watch the rest of it, and then like see if it holds see up. See if it holds up? Yeah. Because you be talking a lot of trash sometimes. And <laughs> it, like, maybe you're right. Maybe you call it. So, <laughs> I need you to, because you've known me for such a long time. Here's, I feel so attacked right now, and I'm trying not to. But, because uh, <laughs> while he was talking, he's saying you, and he's looking at me without telling you guys that he's talking to me. Then he says Dan, and I'm like, okay, I'm being attacked. So... <laughs> Into you know, play cue it. the battle music from Pokemon, right? <laughs> so, that being said, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do it because you called me out on the podcast. I'm gonna do it, okay? But given our history, I need you to go back to go over those things that I called. Review the notes, show me some receipts where I've come at things and been right. Well, no, because so I, I mean, I'm 50 50. I'm, I'm allowed to be wrong here. No, no. But here's my thing. I'm saying that you what, what I'm saying is that after the fact, I, I usually never get your opinion before going into a movie. Mm. We usually talk about it afterwards. afterwards. And you're like, I knew they was going to do that. And like, uh. not for nothing. You sound a bit bitter. Like <laughs> you, sound, you sound a little angry. You sound a little upset. So I just want to I just want to get it first. I want to I want to. Make me respect the dance predictions. All right, he wants to. He wants to. Respect I, I do want to. I don't. I don't think you want to. But you just. <laughs> um, there, there's someone in my house that might agree with you, and I don't like this. Spoiler: I have not to go. Lavender. Like I have. To, I, <laughs> it might be. You never know. <laughs> this is a prediction right it's now. I'm going to go home and have this conversation. It's not going to go over well for me. <laughs> you don't have to have. You can wait till the episode drops. So then they can, all right, you know what? I accept your challenge. <laughs> the gauntlet the has gauntlet, been Right, the gauntlet has been through. You got any more reviews? Hold on. Man. I like, do the joint. So Dimension W is, um, they find a new dimension. There's like XYZ, right? But they find a Dimension W. Ooh. And now it is a, um, they, the whole world has 
unlimited resources, like unlimited electricity. Um, and, uh, and then the hijinks ensue, and that's all I'll say. Nice. Um, and so that's one. Another one, I've been trying to watch these two shows, and the first one I'm going to talk about is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm at Stardust Crusaders right now. That is season three. Um, and I just, well, I'm on the first Stardust Crusaders. The OVAs? No. So the one, 2013. When I'm watching, there's Stardust Crusaders and then there's Stardust Crusaders season two. Oh. Yeah. So so you I, just met like Kakuyoin and them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. They they haven't even met. Um, I think they're about to meet Dio now. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it's just so ridiculous. And I just can't. I try to like. I try. I was telling Sterling. I was like, I tried to cleanse my palate with like some baby steps, hmm. a, a nice tennis, you know, anime, nothing too crazy. And then I jump back into it, and like the first ten seconds of JoJo is just like off the wall. And I'm still gonna go through it, but as of right now, I I don't get the. Uh, you will. I you will though. I don't get the the appeal. So, I'm not saying it's a bad show. I'm just saying it's so outlandishly ridiculous that I'm just like, oh, all so, right. So I want to touch on a really quick point because I know we gotta, you know, we I'm, I'm really excited for these adaptations. Yeah. But there's one there's one thing that's like okay, JoJo's is a really interesting, unique story. There's no real story like it. Like, but that could be said that's for a true. Lot, that could be said for a lot of anime. It's a really cool premise. It true. is. Um, it's been around for so long because, you know, it started in, like, the 80s. Yeah. So that's really cool. And then there's also just being a part of an in-group. Yeah. Where, like, that's actually, like, why I read Sailor Moon. Well, I, I read Sailor Moon because I was like, I haven't read Sailor Moon. And I was like, okay, I read it. And then, like, it is really cool to, like, see stuff. I'm like, ah, I understand that. <laughs> um, so, like, being a part of an in-group. And JoJo's is just such a ginormous in-group. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think something changed when it became more accessible mm-hmm. because once it, when it was just, like, really bad scans like the dedication it was like wait you like jojo's i also read jojo's ah so now it like became more accessible and then like it blew up more so now uh, the in-group is like so bigger. do you think uh, okay real quick though but do you think that um the people who read it probably appreciate it more because it, you're just reading it like i feel like reading jojo i would tolerate it a lot more than watching JoJo. Well, it, the, okay, this is going to be a great episode one day, but like the <laughs> speed of how you consume a manga versus how you consume an anime versus like the medium. Oh, um, <laughs> that's called foreshadowing. Um, it's five shadowing. It's episode five. <laughs> um, there, there's a lot there. Cause like when you're just flipping through and you're like, Oh, what? That's crazy. But then when you actually are watching the fight, it's like, Oh man, that's crazy. And then the lulls in between, mm. it's like, okay, so what are we doing here? And why is this happening? And where are they at? Why are they in Egypt? So, okay. Right. <laughs> um, weren't so. they just in Japan? <laughs> um, but I think it, it was just a completely different experience and a different yeah different time depending on when you read it yeah um and then the only the other one that i'm i'm watching currently right now that i'm trying to to understand the the phenomenon of is adventure time granted i've only watched the first two episodes of season one you gotta just you gotta and you'll see just coast have the fun that it's uh, trying to get you to have i'm trying like i think you're analyzing it to to understand why we call it great versus just enjoying the content and you are going to get 
to the point where you're like, okay, this is amazing. The there one criticism I can definitely give of Adventure Time is uh, same of Steven Universe actually, like pacing of the episodes that like, oh man, this is narrative heavy. This is what people of our age group come to see versus like, ha ha ha, Finn is lost his hat. <laughs> like and it's like what what is this episode? Yeah. Um so it's it don't look at it like uh like we're not watching Guilty Crown here. We're not like every episode is like so world building, but it is still like really cool world building. And that's like Pendleton Ward style. I've also been trying to watch Midnight Gospel, which is a lot. Um, that was too much for me. That's fair. You gotta you gotta <laughs> take was, the chunks. Yeah, no, the 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 visual stimulation of that, I was just like I can't right now. It was also <laughs> late, like late at night. And I'm just like, nah, like <laughs> not now. Yeah, doses. But, but yeah, I would say for enjoy Adventure Time. Just, just it's a kid it. show. At first, like it's it masquerades. Adventure as, Time is not a kid show. <laughs> it's Adventure Time masquerades as a kid show for the first like it coasts as a kid show Get for the your first hot two buns seasons. In here, yeah, she hot, buns. Has hot buns. Hot buns. Yeah, nah, wait wonderful. till you meet tree trunks. Wait yeah, till you meet tree trunks. The little the little elephant. Yep. Yeah, that's you tree trunk. You don't know nothing about no tree trunk. <laughs> that's the only thing I saw about it. He tree trunks like, belongs to the streets. <laughs> Pack that big Mac truck. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my review. So let's, uh... <laughs> All right, Get can I set this up? Yeah, I want to set this up. All right, here we go, big right. game. So we, like I said, we we were doing arcs. We're doing arcs uh, for our podcast, and we ended our starter pack arc, uh, and we are now. Welcoming you to the good, bad, and the ugly. The ugly. Oh, ugly. Sound. It does. And maybe you can add it later. You can do the Swamp Thing intro. Maybe. Maybe. But, but good, bad, and the ugly. <laughs> where we're going to do a, seri- a three-episode series uh, reviewing certain things that we feel have had good, bad, and ugly moments. Uh, so we're doing today um, TV and movie adaptations. Oh, and okay. book adaptations? Probably. And book adaptations. It seems Josh had a plan. <laughs> <laughs> he had a plan that he did not discuss with us. And then Dan is like, here's a wrench, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so we're just discussing adaptations in general. Uh, we all picked a few that we feel were good, bad, and ugly. And we'll do our best to be concise at the same time, give you some good banter around those things. Because there are certain things that everyone universally knows are good bad and some things that are just downright ugly if you're an outlier that's just like i liked um evolution yeah <laughs> i like dragon ball I, evolution it gave me a good time like i actually we know don't who you think are mathematically and if if you like dragon ball evolution please at the blur bar or <laughs> at instagram twitter like I, Matter Naps, of fact, no. Napster. Don't like, add us because if you add us, your name is out there. And there's other people who will see this and we'll likely screenshot your tweet and then post it everywhere just so people can know who you are. You might get. Just DM we're us. Not, we're not going to gatekeep. Don't gatekeep. We're not if, you, gatekeep. if you but, like Dragon Ball Evolution, we just want to talk. We just want to talk. <laughs> so non threatening and threatening at the same time. We just want to talk. So I'm going to set this up one last time. Welcome to the good, bad, and the ugly. Okay. Ugly. Adaptations. Um, all right. So, first up, are we going to do what's universally good? Let's do... Let's do... Let's I think, think, let's yeah, do let's universally good because everybody agrees. Everybody, we, don't, like, we don't have to give it too much praise because right. we yeah. call it good. Yeah. Okay. So, for the good, 
You want to have Josh go first? Yes. Oh, okay. For the good, I had uh, Akira. Okay. Because um, the movie is, for all intents and purposes, it sticks to it. It sticks to the manga pretty well. Um, The ending, ending was weird. Like, I always wonder, like, is there going to be a part two? Like, when I first saw Akira, when I was, like, 12 or whatever, (laughs) I was like, is there a part two to this or what? Um, But uh, then, (laughs) or no. Um, but then I read the manga like years later and I was like, oh yeah, like I get it. They, they still summed it up, you Mm -hmm. know? So, um, I'm going to say Akira for good. All right. Uh, my good pick is going to be the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I don't think, I mean, it's solid. Like, like if you, if you're just not into fantasy, then that's why you're not watching the Lord of the Rings. But overall as a movie coming from the books, um, it did a, not the Hobbit, talking about the Lord of the Rings trilogy, <laughs> coming from the books and then transitioning to this. You know, it's crazy for my senior year, that was the only book I had to read. Wait, Lord which one? Rings? Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh, okay. Was like, th- oh, those were the only books I had to read for my final, like my senior year. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I was homeschooled. I don't think y'all know that, <laughs> but I was homeschooled. I understand that disqualifies me for a lot of things, like just as a human being. <laughs> you ain't never see him spit on the water fountain. Right. Still be thirsty and mad. <laughs> what? What? What kind of trauma do you have? Nani? <laughs> like what? <laughs> you, you need to leave. <laughs> Therapy was yesterday. It's fine. Please continue. <laughs> oh my God. What? what? That was wild. <laughs> we'll get it in post. That was wild. No. <laughs> let, what? You're going to let the people in here know. No, yeah. Like, You're going to let all our entire fan base, which are your friends, <laughs> right. hear what you just said. Um, oh, gosh. Gosh, man. So was, you were homeschooled, then? I was homeschooled. <laughs> and so I had already finished, like, the state requirements for all my stuff. So. Ooh, look at you. I know, right? <laughs> your so, teachers cared about you? <laughs> my mom. <laughs> So, you know, my senior year, I really kind of just coasted. So they were just like this. There was this weird curriculum out where you based everything strongly off of the Lord of the Rings. Like I had to like make my own language because there was Elvish, obviously, which is its own language now. Very cool. And um, it taught me like entomology and stuff like that. But that being said, I had to read the books from beginning to end. And so I had already watched all three of the movies and then I watched them again and to realize how closely tied mm-hmm. they made them to the books. Mm-hmm. Like, there's moments that I wish were in the movies, but not enough for me to say, like, they didn't care. Oh, that wasn't in the- Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> for those of you who didn't see, Josh pushed his imaginary glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that wasn't in the book. But that's my pick, Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh, my pick, believe it or not, for people who know me, Scott Pilgrim. Man, um, which (laughs) (laughs) this lends it to itself to. So I did a lot of like thinking about like what makes a good adaptation and why. Because when I was younger, if you said adaptation to me, I would be like, but I watched adaptations just to point out how they were all wrong. And that's what that's where I got my jollies. And there were no jollies. I just did it. (laughs) Um, But now. (laughs) So now. Here's the question, right? This boy is touched. I believe that it, it lends itself, when we're talking about adaptations, it lends itself to like two paths. 
There's good adaptations, which are like, this is still telling a similar story. It's still close to the source material. And then there's very true adaptations. And then I believe that most true adaptations are also good, but not all good adaptations are also true. So Scott Pilgrim, the thing that like blows my mind, the first three books, perfect. Like to shot, to shot, like literally shot to shot, like things from the comic book they put in the movie, as well as lines being like the actual like line straight from the book. They're taking the hobbits to Isengard. Go ahead. <laughs> but um, very like in, in that it's good. And then when they hit book four, it's like, woo. And but when the movie was being shot, book six wasn't out yet. So they like couldn't even get to the end. But um, still very good. A great movie. And I think one thing we're going to talk about a lot is like, okay, how was this movie as an adaption? And then how was it as a movie? Because like there are times where it's like, this is just a bad movie, <laughs> which is... When we mm. get into the ugly. <laughs> when we get to the ugly. All right. Uh, so now we're going to go to the bad, though. Which mm. I think has the most discussion. Probably. Probably. Um, so I'm going to say for bad was Speed Racer. And here's Speak why. Speak your piece. Here's why. Stay great, King. Yeah. <laughs> when I first started watching it, literally, when I, like, as soon as it, like, two seconds in, like, a minute in, I'm like, Oh, this is garbage. <laughs> there was oh, a this there was is horrible. an element of like you gotta let him this finish. looks bad, <laughs> and it was just but that was a trailer. <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> the trailer was bad. That's why I never saw it. <laughs> oh yeah. So and here's another thing. This was really hard for me because I usually turn off adapt when I see something being ad- ad- adapted, becoming adapted. Mm-hmm. Um, I turn it off because it usually already looks bad and like so I couldn't. I couldn't really think of any. I had to watch Speed Racer so I could get a bad review of something <laughs> because I was like, I don't watch this trash. Like, <laughs> you just swerve. You just I, swerve I swerved so hard. Um, and so with Speed Racer, what really irked me was one, how bright everything was and how just it just just call it Hot Wheels. Why'd you call it Speed Racer? <laughs> if you if you'd have called it a Hot Wheels movie and had somebody come in with a Speed Racer car, that makes sense because I'm sure Hot Wheels Does has a Speed five. Racer yes. car. 100%. To call it Speed Racer and what they were doing, I was like, I don't remember any of this in the car. Like, <laughs> what? Like, and then, I mean, I guess they stuck to the story per se. I couldn't even tell you. It was just, I know a big thing is like Racer X is like, Spoilers, if we're gonna get spoilers watch. from 1981, <laughs> right? <laughs> spoilers. Uh, Racer X is like his brother or whatever, so it's like sure. And I don't know why they like did all that stuff, but like I'm sure they kept to like the basic storyline of it. But this is why it's bad and not ugly because I figured their target audience were kids who apparently there are actually a lot of like regenerations of um. Speed Racer. Oh, like yeah. Speed Racer, the next generation. generation about There's, Speed's son. Yes. Yeah, and just like a whole bunch of stuff. That I'm just like, okay, whatever. Speed got lost in Speed Force, and his son's trying to find him. Not the actual Speed Force, but like and <laughs> th- that idea of the Speed Force. I need you to know that at some point, you're going to be fired. <laughs> I don't know by who. Won't oh, be me. Gosh. It's once you've controlled 85% of the company, but there's going to be a desk, something on your desk that says you've been let go. Won't be from either one of us. But um, Speed Force. <laughs> All right. Can you finish? But uh, because Speed Racer, I figure, was targeted at a younger audience, 
looking at it in that light, looking at like reviewing the movie in my mind in that light, I'm like, okay, this was still a bad movie. I wouldn't call it ugly because kids and I don't have those, so I don't know yet. I don't know what I'm going to make my kid watch. Probably Ninja Scroll. Maybe not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Speed Racer. But, but yeah, not Speed Racer. Um, but yeah, so that's why it's bad for me because it was, it was a kids movie and I think they should have called it, um, I think they should have called it like Hot Wheels. Much like I think uh, Solo should not have been in the Star Wars, uh, under the Star Wars banner. But we'll get into How that many Star day. Wars movies have you watched? I've watched like four or five. I've watched most of them. I have to rewatch them because it's been years. But like, I don't think I think if Han Solo's movie, I, if it was just a space movie and not under the umbrella of Star Wars, would have been a better movie. It would have been like I would have felt better about like watching it and like going into it. But because it's a Han Solo, it's Han Solo, right? And it's Star Wars. I was expecting a, expecting a lot, and even like his whole big claim to fame was like. Oh, that happened. But that's for another day. That's my bad. Speed Racer. Should have been called Hot Wheels. Honest That's trailers. a wonderful take. <laughs> <laughs> Speed Racer, Hot Wheels. Right. Uh, me? Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, if we're still going just, clockwise. Oh, yeah, we're going to keep going <laughs> clockwise. Cool. Y'all don't understand the configuration we have here, but obviously it's clockwise. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, though, it is a bar. <laughs> That's true. Because there's alcohol? Sure. So, anyhow. Uh, you're bad. Man, come on, yo. Like, you just... What? I love you so much. <laughs> you are one of my dearest friends. What'd I do? You gotta stop. <laughs> What'd I do? <laughs> I made a joke. A nerdy I made a joke. <laughs> nerdy joke that most of our audience, at least 70, 46, 47% of our audience is, <laughs> is going to chuckle at. Right. Oh, man. My bad. My bad movie is going to have to be... Age of Ultron. Marvel's MCU's Age of Ultron. Okay, please elaborate. Not my wor- it's not the worst movie. Because it's a Marvel MCU. movie. Well, it's not the worst MCU movie either. But it's bad. And here's why it's bad and could have been better. Uh, one, Ultron's origins. They, for, all right. I'm there sure. are reasons. There's reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Justifiable ones. Certainly. So, you know, obviously the origin of Ultron, I get what they were trying to do with Bruce and Tony uh, creating Ultron. If you knew that you had an Ant-Man movie coming up and you had Hank Pym in the movie, just set it up. You ain't got to go into uh, other parts right, of his character. Right. We, we don't, you don't have to talk about historical stuff where he's bipolar and slapping around his wife. You ain't got to do that. You just, identity just create Ultron and let it roll. Let, let it rock until you see him again. And he could have been like, oh, I have some sins in my past. And then I help Scott Lang. Like we would have been fine with that. Second problem. Don't think that Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver needed to be in the movie. I, I will forever mm. say that Quicksilver was a waste. Like, just a waste. He wasn't even a good bullet shield because all he does is, like, it just was bad. It was, they were bad. Uh, and I understand that the setup was for the next, what I consider to be the one of the worst Marvel MCU movies. This was a setup for Civil War, which I don't like just because of it comics. wasn't true. It wasn't true to the comics. My, I have a question for you. 
Yeah. Because this is how I feel. If they just called it Captain America 3, I think I would have been fine with it. Yeah. The other would have been fine. You could have even done Wait, Captain Civil War or Civil War. Age of Ultron. Civil War. Uh, if they had just called it Captain America 3. It could have been Captain America tagline versus Iron Man, and I would have been fine. Yeah. Right. Would have been Civil War, but it, we would have known what they were referencing, and then it was just like, oh, it's a nod to Civil War, but don't call it that. Because it's not. Right. That's not his name. It was wrong. So, um, <laughs> anyway, back to the Age of Ultron. Um, yeah, it just didn't do a good setup of. I know it gave us Vision as a character. Uh, James Sp- Spader. Oh yeah, Magnificent. was an amazing villain and an amazing Ultron, and that's the only voice I hear now when I read Ultron in the comic books. <laughs> so I'm fine. I was great with it. those were moments that I was like, "This is good," and I enjoyed it. But then overall, as a movie, just not not good, not for the, and it wasn't. It wasn't as complete as what I think they thought it was. Mm. Like, I think they were like, oh, we gave them another Avengers movie and they're going to love it. Age of Ultron, obviously, in the comic books is completely different and not anywhere near this. Mm. And um, <clears throat> other than the fact that Ultron's in it. But <laughs> <laughs> there was just moments where they could have highlighted other characters. And I think they were so focused on the setup for Endgame and Infinity War that a lot of this was just kind of like in the middle. Like I call these, I call movies that were like this in the MCU, uh, Infinity Stone movie uh, filler apps. <laughs> they were filler, but they were like Infinity Stone movies. They just highlighted an Infinity Stone, mm-hmm. and that's it. Like everything else about the movie, you could have taken or leaving, or you could have either interchanged other pieces, and it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been a difference to anybody. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was my bad movie. Does Thor have some of those though? Thor two, yeah. another bad movie. That's what I'm <laughs> Uh, my bad is going to be, and this is this is interesting because it's very close to my heart. It's going to be Aragon, and uh, okay, and Aragon <laughs> was like I read I read the entire entire Inheritance series as it Sames. came out as it came out. Same. So I was like not very hyped for this Aragon movie because I was a young child that was like adaptions are bad. This is going to be um. bad. So, okay. all right, Joshua has feelings. <laughs> I wish y'all could see him. He, he over there vibrating. <laughs> uh, he not wrong. But, though. Uh, <laughs> I don't disagree with how he described it. There's because y'all y'all can't y'all, see it. Y'all ever see Wally West like vibrate through a wall? He like that. Yeah, now he he got tension in them glutes. But um, you tight. <laughs> he tight. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie okay. there were some just really key points that like I don't I just don't under was Christopher Paulini involved? I feel like he was involved in the movie somehow, but maybe I'm wrong. You you can at me Christopher Paulini from Montana. <laughs> so accurate. <laughs> but like there were just such key points and I never forget there was a moment cuz Brom was just like this awesome jerk of a person that's like well i'm dragging you along and i'm training you begrudgingly and just very angry and in the movie he was just like yeah 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 well yeah yeah i'm dragging dad yeah and it's just like that brahm was one of my favorite characters yeah. <laughs> um yeah. and like that it just was like not moving mm-hmm. and then there's also you know i know you know what i'm going to say they got to the mountain and they're like hey we got dragon armor and it just so happens to fit baby <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> 
it's just a lot of and it's just playing up like Arya. Oh my goodness, Arya as a character, one of the most badass like people, straight up. And then her indifference to Aragon in the book, where she's just like, "Oh yeah, you exist, and I guess I have to care about you." And then you see that over the books where they start to literally care about each other. Like in the in the one movie, she's like, "Help, help me, I'm an elf." <laughs> I am an elf. Just I am an elf. That's a sound. That's a, that's a soundbite and a half. I am an elf. The movie made me mad, man. It was it was a bad movie. Yeah, it wasn't. But it was also like a bad movie. Like it wasn't like some bad adaptations that are like, oh, okay, this is still a palatable movie, but bad movie. Also, I feel like Speed Racer is also a bad movie now i'm gonna i'm gonna say it it has some gems it has some like very nice moments i don't now barflies if you don't notice about me you're about to learn now i have daddy issues <laughs> so to see like pops connecting with speed and being like son i support you no matter what you do and it was nice it was nice i guess i like you know there's other movies you could have done that with though yeah lion king like i you want me to, to make your list i'm okay Alright. Like, you want me to make a list again tells your daddy feeling? <laughs> no. No, Daniel. I don't. Let me give you a let me give you a list of things that can trigger your father emotions. I don't I don't know what you want me to say. If it's a bad movie, like I'm not gonna resonate with any of the things that you're trying to sell me on. But we're gonna okay. get to the uglies. So I always uh, when we get to the uglies it's gonna be fun. Cause I'm always trying to look for like Okay, what can be good about this? What can be salvaged about this? And that's with just the, you in life, though. Like that's interesting. I'm gonna move on to the ugly. We are, we get into the ugly. <laughs> that's interesting because that's what I did with Speed Racer, and that's why I called it bad. Because I was like, if I was a kid, possibly, maybe, I'd it's be into salvageable. this. It's I want to go back in time maybe. and show young Josh Speed Racer <laughs> just like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? That's real. Um. But my ugly, and this is actually, I'm really glad you did that thorough analysis because my ugly is actually Aragon. Baby! And we this, is, <laughs> this is based off of my memory because I remember this was probably the first movie adaptation of a book that I was like hyped to go see. That, like, I remember mm. me and my good friend Terrell, we went out. Oh. Yeah, throwback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went out to like, we were excited to go see this movie. And then at the end of it, we were both highly upset. And I just remember that being like, it must have been bad acting like you're talking about. It must have been, that wasn't like so much that just wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) So much that just wasn't like in, in the movie that was from the book that was just like, how did you get this wrong? How did you get this so wrong? So for me, Aragon is ugly because it's just like that probably started my sour taste. Like how you were already going into Aragon, like, oh, what's wrong with this? That that sparked it for me of like <laughs> It's Josh's yeah. awakening. Yeah. <laughs> just like oh. it's Mangekyu. <laughs> <laughs> it was just bad. It was just bad. I don't I cannot think of any good things. Thinking about that movie and thinking about when I saw it, nothing good comes to mind. It was just bad from beginning to end. And even, and I was a kid, so I can't be like, well, maybe if I was a kid. No. I was that <laughs> target that audience. Pass. I was that target audience, and it was trash. So, so I didn't go see Aragon in theaters. I saw it at home. Uh-huh. Never read the books just because it had dragons on the front, and I was homeschooled, so I wasn't allowed to see it. <laughs> but um, that being said, 
I was just like meh about the movie. Like I, I didn't think it was good enough for me to see a next one or to be excited about a next one. I knew that you know there was multiple books. And I was like, eventually I'll read these books, but I was like, I'm also deep into this like other stuff, like with comic books. The and books are really good. I would good. imagine that they are. I'm not going back to read a YA novel now. That's real. I feel the same way about Harry Potter. Another. I saw the movies. I'm not ever right. going back to read those books. Yeah. They're short though. They're not too bad. Okay. Until like Deathly Hollows. But like I have others we have That's a podcast fair. now. Like, <laughs> I, have I don't know what you want me to say. I'm not going back to read them. If I I miss that window. Yeah. That's how I feel about that and uh, Lord of the Rings. But go ahead. Mm. That's not the same, but <laughs> mm. it's to me. No, I understand what you're saying. Mm. <laughs> mm. You hit him with that auntie. Mm. Mm. <laughs> No judgment. So, My Ugly uh, is the only movie I've ever walked out of in a movie theater. Um, my younger brother actually walked out first before <laughs> I did, but we walked out because we were just like, no, we're over it. Like, the entire family. All of us. So, I have, I've come from a family of six. Five of us went to go see this movie because my older brother is, like, old, so he wasn't, like, watching these. Mm. Avatar, the uh, the last Airbender is the, the name of the movie. It's the last Airbender. It's called the last Airbender. Yeah, you guys watch that. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. That was a household cartoon, like for all of us. Um, when I say all of us watched that cartoon, and when we saw the trailer for it, we were like, we still not a little, we not sold on it. But you know, there was other factors. You know, M Night Shyamalan from Philly. He, he did the... But he, he's also M. Night Shyamalan. Right, which is... All right, so here's my analogy of M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> right. I'm going to try to break down really quick. You ever had pizza that was just like, every time you had it, something different was wrong about it? Uh-huh. Yes. But no. like overall, you just like, you're like pizza. But like, like every time you've had that pizza, you could order from the same place. But one time the cheese be too too heavy. Uh, or like artificial, mm-hmm. or the next time the sauce be too it'd be too intense, and so there's Jesus always just something off. off. Just something's always wrong. Yeah. And so M Night Shyamalan for me has been that. Like he's given like good moments or good storytelling. Um, you have Unbreakable, you have Split, you have Glass, which that's all one trilogy though. Right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Trying to give his highlights. I get Lady you. in the Water, I guess. But the village is interesting. No, it's, I was gonna say the village was one where me and my mom were like, "Wait, is that a microphone?" Right. So, you know, we were still kind of young to not really fully appreciate or be afraid of M Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan's movies. And so we go into this, and we're like, "You're looking at the casting, and you're like, okay, something's off." <laughs> like you like see, you complexion? see the, the like you saw. Uh, I, I can't even remember his name, but you know the lead actor from Some Dog Millionaire, mm-hmm. Zuko. Oh, Patel. Yes. Um, a bunch of no names for Ang Katara, and, which is nice. Uh, there was shout out to them. Yeah, Sokka. Sokka, but he was he was starting to come up because now he was he got famous off of some other stuff, but um, not anyway. this. Not this. <laughs> So, we so, not gonna name drop. I, I don't know who you're talking about, so it's funny. Right. Like, I have to these bad, this is a bad description. Like, just to give you a background on this, M. Night Shyamalan picked up this movie and like was gonna adapt this movie based off of the fact that his daughter dressed up as Katara for Halloween. On that fact alone, had I known that, I would have never went to go see this movie. What made me so uncomfortable with this ugly movie? <laughs> 
one was Aang tattoo. His tattoo was just like I got the symbolism they they were trying to go for because it was a tattoo versus not just like blue lines that you could show on a cartoon. It was like very like descriptive and detailed and circular. There was patterns inside of his oh, tattoo. Oh, okay. I'm like, but that his tattoo is like yeah, but like the cartoon <laughs> is just like a straight blue tattoo. Right. Yeah. 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 But this was and so obviously I have not watched this because right. Daniel's t- telling you why I haven't. I'm watched telling it. you. Yeah. And like. It felt racist. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I'm being straight up. They made all of the Fire Nation Arab slash Indian people. With, like, with the exception of Iroh, who I believe was a... No, he's Arab as well. So, like, they just give you a blanket statement of enemies who are just... Brown. Brown. <laughs> Which and is then, funny because it's white, in night. Everyone's Asian in... The last Airbender, at least to me, mm-hmm. in the cartoon. And oh, everyone's mean, Asian, but the dark Asians are the bad guys. Is that what you're saying? No, no, in the no, movie. Not. In the movie. In the, in the, the movie. The well, yeah, in the movie. Yeah. That's what I mean. In the movie. In the movie, yeah. Katara, I believe, is white. Um, they gave her some kind of tan, I believe. I don't remember. <laughs> don't don't really care. So I cannot commit memory. <laughs> so we get to the end of the movie, right? Right. The epic moment of book one. Yeah. Is Ang fighting off the the Navy, the Fire Nation Navy? Right. You think you're gonna see a giant blue koi fish. fish? Yeah. Bro, when I tell you how they did that scene, pissed me off so bad. I was like, "Oh, you ain't got no more money in the budget to do a giant CGI koi fish." <laughs> they had to do all the element fires. So. Bro. I was so upset. We all walked out as a united family. It was like, <laughs> like, mind you, no other adults were present. We were all just like, it was me. I think I was like 16. So I was driving. I might have been a little bit older because mm-hmm. I feel like the movie came out not that long ago. But I was, I was still in high school. So I don't know yeah. what that means for y'all. But <laughs> so <laughs> we, we, no, my mom drove us because she went to go see another movie because she's like, I'm not watching this <laughs> So, she knew what it was. She knew what it was. She so knew what it was. We all get up and we're just like, we'll wait for my mom to finish her movie because we're not watching this. We're not. There's no way we're finishing this movie. I don't even know how it ends because we walked out. It was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life because it just did not. The, he he didn't care. Mm. He didn't care enough yeah. to set up the characters in a way that wasn't. It was deadpan for the most of it. Like Ang was so distressed and like having some like inner workings going on in his person that personality that was not fun. Which like is he, a lot of book one, right? Right. But at the same time, like he masked a lot of his depression and fears with humor. Yeah. Right. And like running around, like, let's go see the world. It's right. like, uh, like, don't we like, need to go do something about, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's technically <laughs> over a hundred years old. He's 112 years old, but he has the inner workings of a 12 year old. Mm-hmm. This little kid, whoever this was had already listened to Par- Paramore more than I had. Like they were just like <laughs> depressed. The entire time. And I was sitting there and I was just like, okay, it's going to get better. It's not going to get better. Okay. It can't get worse. Little did he know. Right. <laughs> Two hours later. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I was just like, oh my goodness. They, they've made the worst movie that I've ever seen in my life. But that was my ugly. I'm going to let you finish. All right, here we go. My ugly. And I, it's, it's very interesting because I feel like our uglies like all just tie very closely to ourselves. Mm. So my ugly is going to be Green Lantern. 
starting <laughs> starring Ryan Reynolds. Now I'm gonna tell y'all why, because there's a story oh, that goes goodness. along with this. That's hilarious. No, Ready? There's a story. Now, for y'all who don't, for those of y'all who don't know, Green Lantern is very close to my heart. I, it was like not my intro to comics, but like I really started reading comics and then branched off from there because John Stewart was the bomb in um, Justice League Unlimited, and I'm like, oh well, let's see, let's see what this guy's about. Then I found Hal Jordan. I went with two of my closest friends. And I purchased Green Lantern Secret Origin because that was supposed to be what the movie was based off of, right? So I'm like, okay, I purchased this and I made these men <laughs> read this book. <laughs> and I'm like, this is going to be the movie. This is what the movie's based off of. The first 15 minutes of that movie. Literally, two me and my two friends. Now, I got my Green Lantern, my gear on. Mm-hmm. I got my ring. I'm flashing it. My best friend's got his Green Lantern shirt. He's got, like, Udahada's hat, so he flexing because he got green and white and green and white, and it's clean. We out here, all right? Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> the first 15 minutes of the movie, these two, we all look at each other like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And they did nothing, like, what they could have done. Because yeah. it's not like, it's one thing we're like, okay, we got to evaluate medium and we got to evaluate budget and we got to evaluate talent and like who's there. You think of Ryan Reynolds, who was a very good Hal, like a great pick for Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan's witty. He's, you know, that kind of like, I'm I'm cocky and kind of yeah, airheaded. No, I, I, but I guess, I guess I, the casting made sense. Yeah, it made great. We got Blake Lively, you yeah. know, being Carol Farage, just like, oh, goodness, goodness me. <laughs> and I was just. The the more I watched, right, the worse it got as a Green Lantern fan, and my stomach's like turning, coming to the point where Hal takes off his ring and hands it to Hector Hammond, and Hector Hammond can just ring sling for some reason. This in the comics, ring slinging is like a really really big deal. You get your ring, they put transport you to Oa for like uh what is it two weeks training of like okay you got to learn how to be a Green Lantern yeah, exactly so you know you got to have what is it 120 hours right <laughs> before you can go present Topical. the galaxy. <laughs> how um, do you feel now? Oh, man. <laughs> but man, it was a bad adaptation. Not true. Not good. And it was a bad movie. So much so. That they made that joke in Deadpool. They did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> that, that was but hilarious. He makes that joke constantly now yeah. because he knows that it was not received well. Almost as bad as Deadpool with his mouth glued over. Woo! Wolverine Origins. I mean, because yeah. we got, we got a little we got a little time. We do. We, we're gonna talk about a couple. <laughs> Some honorable mentions I have for uglies real now, quick. My original ugly, thank you, because like sharing with y'all made me realize what my true ugly was. <laughs> my original ugly was Suicide Squad. Mm. It's a bad movie. That's a universally ugly. That's a universal it's a bad movie. movie. I think that's a bad movie. And you know what? The most the hurt piece, the most hurt piece, I borrowed money to go see that with friends. <laughs> the person I borrowed the money he went from into debt. <laughs> I will owe you to go see this movie. I paid them back three times as much as the ticket costs because I was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) So you had a worse deal than the actual characters that were in the movie. Not really. My head's still on. I don't know. Like, I feel like actors who signed on to that movie probably were just like, like, there's, they, they have another one coming out. So here's the reason why it's different, right? It's James Gunn. The first Suicide Squad. If we're going to talk about it, let's talk about it. Right. First Suicide Squad was an imitation. It got refilmed. Yes. And they did reshoots because of how great 
Guardians of the Galaxy was. Right. They yeah. literally went, oh, people like to laugh. Reshoot the whole movie. Right. Which is stupid. They didn't they didn't go back and do scenes and like add little humor to it. Right. They were like, let's make this hilarious. Add music to it. And let's see how we get. Let's see the response we get. I'm not even going to touch stupid. on the Jared Leto of the Joker. Like, I'm not. Because y'all, I got time. Y'all don't. If, so, <laughs> if anybody enjoyed Jared Leto's Joker, just, just, well, we just want to talk. I'm very you know somebody does. Somebody yes. we follow on, um, on Twitter. Yeah. She didn't get back to me on that. And I, she did. She did not want to talk. So we're not, <laughs> we're not, <laughs> she did not want to talk. I thought that had been a really good conversation because. Right. I just thought, I just thought he was. It was weird because I felt like everything in him was very. Uh, it was it was bordering from maniacal and sadistic to like sexual, and I felt like he was the type of character that would have like cut your head off and then like skull fucked your eye, and I just thought that that was so descriptive. Odd. But <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was weird. TDMA. So. <laughs> I mean, all right, so we're going to talk about it. So Jared Leto, like, it just, for all of the method acting they praised him on set doing, like, mm. the, the fact that he was doing this on set and, like, he didn't leave, like, giving, makeup. Giving up people like, pranks dead and, rats. Yeah. Like, so I was, like, I was highly anticipating his Joker. The problem was, when we got the finished product, it was, and I, I will say this to anybody who listens, he was a fan of the Joker. It felt like... The Joker at some point existed in that universe, and this guy found out he doesn't exist anymore and was like, I'm going to take his place. Mm. Like, the Joker doesn't have a grill in his mouth. There, just There's no universe where the Joker buys, spends money on a grill. Oh, you sat on the Mobius chair? You seen it? You know? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I feel like I have. Like, for all the, all the things that I've seen the Joker ever do, you don't, like, if he does have a grill in his mouth, it's for a comedic and, like, Story purpose, like even if or there's it's deadly, yeah, maybe <laughs> rocket grill, right? Yeah, like it's right. something like wild. there's there's a reason. Yeah, this Joker was like, this is who I am. This is my identity. Like him laying in a circle of like knives. a ring of guns yeah. and knives and all this stuff. I was like, that's not the to me. He's not an honest Joker. Even Jack Nicholson, being the mobster gangster that he was, was he he utilized all of that to benefit the insanity that was him. The anarchist that Heath Ledger was, he held what guns what two or three times mm-hmm. in the entire movie, and each time had a purpose and made a re- it was a reason, mm-hmm. and you felt like it was very specific to that moment that this isn't who he is all the time. Even like he walked around with a a vegetable peeler for the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. and was more frightening than Jared Leto's character. Like even um, Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. Being like just stepping in, like stepping into being the Joker. Exactly. It was just like, I think what's funny though, I think with Joaquin Phoenix coming after Leto, I think everybody else who picks up the mantle is like, ooh, that's what you don't do. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then we as fans are like, well, he wasn't Leto. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I mean, we have the bottom now, right? Like, yeah. we know what the bottom is. And so, as long as you don't. Go past that, like until we if we start going to like the seven rings of hell, like then that's when you get worried. But it's just Suicide Squad was bad for a lot of reasons. Like it it s- stitched together a bunch of like flashbacks, which I don't think were necessary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then it didn't give you a full complete story. I didn't care about the characters. There was no risk involved. It wasn't even I I it wasn't even that. 
there wasn't a risk involved. I just didn't, it's much like Justice League, I just didn't care about these new characters. And mm-hmm. and with Justice League, at least you know, like, two of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with Suicide Squad, this is a whole new, like, ragtag bunch. And I just, like, this is, I think this goes into, like, the medium mm-hmm. aspect. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't care about the characters. And that's all I'll say for this episode. <laughs> I, to And to, to round out just how bad Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad was, it had an animated movie that came that released. Oh, Assault on Arkham right before mm. the actual and movie came out. One. And that movie <laughs> was so phenomenally great and it gave you the same amount of darkness and humor and you felt like you cared about the characters who were the exact same characters in this movie mm-hmm. and you were like, yeah. What? Yeah. And I would have been fine if they just did an Assault on Arkham and kept it moving. Yeah. Because we would have just been like, Ooh. DC animated though has always been like killing the game. It's strong, and so I don't strong. know, I don't know why DC EU doesn't talk to DC animated. Like, I don't. Uh, well, maybe I, they're not getting enough like press about well, how good you, they're doing. One, you're getting like, like high profile directors to do these movies, and you so they they have their own creative direction, and I just I, I think I think there are notes that you could take. Note. I think that may uh, lend itself to a, a conversation of medium of storytelling. Eventually, yeah. That. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I hope Sean Gunn's, I'm sorry, not Sean Gunn, James, James Gunn, Gunn, because Sean Gunn will be in the movie because he just puts his brother in the movies. But mm-hmm. um, it's a good brother. It's a good brother, right? Like if you like, I'm making a movie, you're fine. Don't worry about <laughs> it. You got, you got work. We, uh, <laughs> we all eat. Um, I think James Gunn is going to do a good job because he already knows how he did with Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's going to give us the same movie. Right. Um, and he's also not going to give us the same Suicide Squad movie. So I think it's going to be ridiculous. At the same time, still drive a point. And, you know, did you see the the cast for that, though? I haven't. It's like 12 major. It's, it's a lot of people. I know that. Yeah, like a high-profile cast, and they're all in. And obviously, they all don't survive. Mm-hmm. And probably some don't even make it out the first 10 minutes. But I think it's going to be fun. I'm. That might be the next DCEU movie I spend money to see. Probably not. <laughs> but um, my friends, you've made it to the end of episode four. Last call. Last call. Out. Last call for alcohol. And you have now begun your journey oh, on the... Oh, Idris Elba's Bloodsport. Okay. Sorry, my bad. Go ahead. Eagle I Googled Google it. it. I Googled it. You know, because it's just... All right, all right. This is all I'm going to say. Idris Elba is an actor who I'm always like, I want you to be great. And I don't think there has been many, many scenes of him being great. There was Luther, and that was awesome. But outside of that, like his movie roles... And some of his TV roles. Oh, there's also a The Wire. Sure. Um, but, like, outside of that, it's like, I want you to be great. And, like, ah, uh, you just, I don't know if it's directing. I don't know if it's you. But you're just not giving me what I want. I feel like that's a conversation you need to have with him. <laughs> like, DM. Shoot me DM. No, like, I'm watching him have this conversation. And it seems like th- this is more personal for you. Right? <laughs> this, is, this is not something... That we need to be present for. What like, I wonder if you had this conversation in the mirror. <laughs> like, like, I just need you to be great. Like, I just, I just, there's moments. <laughs> but um, well, go ahead. We've reached the end of the episode. I think, right? We have. We have. 
Josh isn't Googling anymore. Sterling, Sterling's not going to say anything else. He probably will because um, Sterling's just that awesome. Um, but episode four, we finished it. We did. The first, the first of the good, the bad, and the ugly arc. Yeah. Uh, we have something special. Ooh. Happening. Oh, it's time. Oh, we didn't even. Oh, we man. have something special here. And uh, to drive the point home, we have a blast from the past. Blast from the past. Throwback Thursdays in this. Hey. Flashback Fridays. Memory Mondays. Bar Brawl. Bar Brawl. Bar Brawl. We have eight contestants here in our first Bar Brawl. Bar Brawl. We should do something where they like. Kumite. <laughs> Barbara. Barbara. You gotta stop. Okay. We all gotta stop. Uh so our list of contestants for the in f- this order. The inaugural Barbara. Yes. What is our category, Daniel? It is going to be nineties cartoon superhero teams. 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 Uh we have the first verses. Of the Gargoyles versus the Mighty Ducks. Obviously, this is cartoons. Uh, if you don't remember those characters, we will certainly put more descriptions in their verses. Uh, we then have the Transformers, Beast Wars. Specifically. The Maximals, specific, <laughs> versus the SWAT Cats. Really? Yes. I know who I'm betting on. <laughs> <laughs> Was this random? I did. I randomized it. All right. You we feel get- like it's not random? <laughs> <laughs> they don't want us to succeed. <laughs> Our next grouping is the Samurai Pizza Cats versus the Biker Mice from Mars. Samurai Pizza Cats. There it is. There right. we go. Good job. Mastering and then that lastly... The Planeteers, no Captain of Planet, just the Planeteers, just, just the Planeteers, the Planeteers, and you, you can, can be one, one too. Cause saving our planet. Stop it, both of you. Ver- <laughs> the Planeteers versus the Street Sharks. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> that's not it. No, no, no. That's going to be an interesting fight. That's yes. going to be really, really interesting though. Okay. Now we have a little liberty here because this is our thing. So <laughs> the I wonderful switch. Word. The Transformers versus SWAT Cats with the Street Sharks versus the Planet. No. Uh, okay. Leave them as no, they are. I, yeah, I think leave, leave them as, as they is. are. Because this is interesting. Yes. This is interesting. Yeah. Uh, the scenario is that they're all in the danger room with all of their equipment. So, unfortunately, the Planeteers only have their rings. But that is enough. And a can-do attitude. Yes. <laughs> uh, but everything else... Comes as is. There's no extra weapons. There's no casualties. Uh, or uh, this is not a to murder the to the death bat- mm-hmm. battle. This is, oh, this knockout. is by knockout. This is knockout. all by knockout. Okay. Interesting, right? That gives it a little. I like this. Yes. All right. So uh, we will be posting. We want to hear what you guys have to say. I'm going to yes. post a lot of character analysis. I'm about to be. Matter of fact, Sterling's going to be leading up. The descriptions on all oh, these characters. I, I am, actually. Oh, I am. <laughs> so, just to make it easy for you guys and for you guys to, to join in on the community involvement, this is the first try. Don't hate us too much. But we are dedicated to doing this 
from this point on. Oh, yeah. You'll be getting updates from each episode until we reach the end of episode six when we announce the winners. How do people win uh, a fight? Like, you make oh. a good case. Like, well, you got to consider this thing. Like, so Biker we are the final three judges in that. But we are going to uh, obviously take into account uh, community involvement. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely appreciate the arguments that get made. And take them, obviously, in the stock. So that way we can make the final advancement into each next round. Um, Use hashtag bar brawls. Hashtag bar brawls. Bar brawls. Bar brawls. Um, and that's, that's I'm excited for that. Like, I, I want to see what that looks like. Um, Who's our first matchup? Who's our first round? First round is going to be the, well, they're all actually going at the first rounds, but I mean. But I, I understand what you're saying. Right. Like, it's all advancing at the same, at the same time. time. At the same time by the next episode. But, I mean, in order, you want a, a specific order and then we just release them? No, I mean, okay, we can, I guess we, I mean, that means we have to have a lot of engagement for all oh, of it's, these. Oh, we're posting eight posts. Oh, eight different posts. Yeah, and I'm we, talking about it. Not eight, okay. Not eight different posts, four four different posts. Oh, yeah, four. Because five, it's yeah. versus. Yeah. So, bar brawls. Bar brawls. Something to be excited for, something to look out for uh, coming out when this episode releases as well. Listen, we love you guys. You've made it to the end of the episode. I, I'm gonna give y'all 50 XP for this one. 50, 50 XP. I think you don't is, get the level up though. That's rude. The, you made it to level three. Now we we need to see what you're gonna XP. do with 50 XP. I think okay. No, nah, I get it. I get it. I would say, giving your analysis on uh, Green Lantern and how much Josh hated Aragon, <laughs> I will give them two skill points though. <laughs> Oh, generous, generous. Two skill points. Whatever you want to add to that, how you, however you want to, to build on that character of yours, um, let us know. Throw in some dexterity. Uh, but wait, you see what you want. They want to buff that wisdom, so they got mm. the analysis for the bar brawls. Bar brawls. There we go. So listen, the doors are closing. The lights are turning down. Closing Sun's getting time. real low. Sun's getting real low. Go ahead and drop that beat. We'll see you next time on the bar of the blurred, blurred bar. Exit 331B, baby.